reason being, I think, for most people who are either immigrant women, um, a Generation Xer, and probably boomers too, it is based on the lifestyle and how they were brought up. This was not something that was encouraged. One, because growing up, you did not want to raise a stink about things. You did not want to rock the boat. You did not want to draw attention to yourself. And you did not want to cause any trouble. So if you spoke up, you were probably considered a troublemaker. Uh, if you, you just like how they say, if you speak up, you're considered aggressive. If a man speaks up, they were like, oh, he's so competent. Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. I'm your host, Malini Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the amazing, beautiful, badass women who have been guests on this show. I had a mission to travel to every country in the world, but since that didn't work out, my new mission is to speak to at least one woman from every country in the world. There are 193 countries, and I still have at least 180 to go. So, If you know of somebody who has an amazing story to tell, let me know. I'm all years. You can reach me on Instagram at Malani Sarma, on my website, malanisarma.com, or on Facebook at Malani Sarma, M-A-L-I-N-I-S-A-R-M-A. Hello, this is Malani, the host of the Gladiatrix podcast and a life coach. Today, I wanted to talk about a topic called speak up for change. And uh, this was a difficult one to come up with because I really had to think about it before I decided I was going to speak about it. So I want to talk about four things. One, why is it difficult for me? Two, why it is important to speak up? Three, the consequences of not speaking up and four, results of speaking up. So I'm going to do this slightly different today because I'm also recording a podcast episode while I'm doing the IG Live. So let's hope this works out. So the number one reason why this was difficult for me, and I really, really had to think about it, probably explains the funk I was in yesterday. Because this is something that is completely outside my comfort zone. And The reason being, I think, for most people who are either immigrant women, um, a Generation Xer, and probably boomers too, it is based on the lifestyle and how they were brought up. This was not something that was encouraged. One, because growing up, you did not want to raise a stink about things. You did not want to rock the boat. You did not want to draw attention to yourself. And you do not want to cause any trouble. So if you spoke up, 
you were probably considered a troublemaker. Uh, if you, just like how they say, if you speak up, you're considered aggressive. If a man speaks up, they were like, oh, he's so competent. So it was just a question of comfort, right? So you were brought up to not make a noise. You know, you should speak quietly, keep your eyes down. Um, just like if you, most children who are brought up in the United States, when they go to places like India, you have to, I remember having to tell my daughter, make sure that you don't make eye contact when you are, you know, speaking to men, especially because they would think that it is a sign of, you know, being like, a, um, it's, it's a sign that they are available and they don't understand that. Whereas in this country, if you don't look a person in the eye, when you talk to them, it will be considered like you were telling a lie. So it has very different connotations depending on which part of the world you're in. And I think most places that are not Western uh, would expect the woman to either stand back, keep, you know, keep her head covered, look down, not make eye contact, those kinds of things. So when you're brought up in that kind of a culture, having to talk about something like this is really hard. Now, I really admire um, the kids who are brought up over here and I look up to my kids actually as an example because they are so fearless. They have absolutely no qualms about standing up and speaking their truth. And and I can and I know that's why when I use this platform and you know my podcast and a platform like Instagram to actually speak up where I can reach thousands and millions of people, it is very powerful. So for me to actually come out of that and, you know, speak up, I think this is like, this is really uncomfortable for me and actually coming out of my comfort zone to speak about topics that I normally don't talk about because I am non-confrontationist. I do not want to be, um, you know, spotlighted on for topics like this. So this was um, very difficult for me. <laughs> so I am uh, glad I'm still able to do this. And I hope it makes a difference. Um, the number two was, why is it important to speak up? When you look around you, it's literally like the whole world is on fire, whether it's Black Lives Matter or the indigenous people being suppressed or it's colonialism or it's the Me Too movement or it's the gender gap, it's the equality gap, it's the women not getting paid enough. It is, it is about everything that you look around you is like, if you don't speak up, it's like you are part of the problem. And when you come from a generation where you are taught not to say anything, it is really hard. And in you standing on the sidelines and watching all this, and you see all the Netflix documentaries about things that are happening and, and the trauma and the atrocities that are being committed, it is hard to stand, aside, stand on the sidelines and watch it and not be, do something about it. So if you look at uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, uh, Germany, New Zealand, they've all been led by women. And they have been led by women years ago. I mean, Mrs. Gandhi, who was the prime minister of India, you know, it was like in the 70s. Um, Benazir Bhutto, you know, all of these women, very powerful women, led countries that have populations 10 times the size of the United States, yet 
the United States had to wait, what, 200 years before they even had a woman vice president who was not white? Why did it take so long? So there is, there is a reason why this, uh, you know, what, there's got to be a reason. It's not from lack of trying. Women have been talking about it, but they have been suppressed. If you look at, you know, um, the blacks that were brought, or the Africans that were brought from Africa to the United States by the colonials uh, to be slaves, and they pretty much were, they were the ones who actually made sure that the South was, you know, prosperous because they were the ones who ran all the plantations and the cotton and did all the work. But yet they were not given the freedom. Even if they were freed, when they went to the South, they were treated like they were slaves. It was like nobody who had a voice was allowed to speak. And that cost so many lives. It cost the freedom of so many people. So when you think about how much the world has been or the world has suffered because of not speaking up, I find it really hard not to. And I'm a late bloomer. I'm probably one of the many who's probably there are so many people I look up to and I see how they have no, they're not afraid. It's a, it's, it's almost, you have to get out of this, um, you know, you have to get out of this cocoon and you have to like force yourself to be out there and make it, uh, say something so that you could make a change. And I know a lot of, uh, women of my generation of my age are, are, trained not to speak up and they find it really really hard to do that so when you think about what are the consequences of speaking up and you can see it all around whether you um you know whether it is at work or it is at home or it is at um you look at your own families. There are, I'm sure if you ask your parents or your grandparents, I'm sure there are secrets that nobody wants to say, or there's so much atrocities that have happened probably within your own families, but nobody wants to talk about it. I know if I have to ask my grandmother or my parents about, or my uh, uncles and aunts about stories that have happened within the family, they're probably like, we can't say anything. We ask them to write it down because we want the stories to be passed on from generation to generation. They're like, oh, we're not even going to write it down because we have to make sure that certain people are not alive anymore because nobody wants to talk about it. Um, there are consequences to speaking up. You would probably be kicked out of your family, your job, uh, you know, whatever industry you're in. I just had a conversation with a friend who was like, yep, I knew that I was going to get kicked out if I said it, but I had to say it because I'm tired of keeping quiet. And what's the point, right? You are, you are coming to this world to make a difference. And if you don't speak up and say your, speak your truth, what is the point? You, you don't want to go to your grave saying that I didn't make a difference. It is, uh, the results, you know, when they say, um, change, right? Uh, you, 
Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world. So how can you make that difference? Just like I'm doing. I look at my children, and as some of you know, most of you know or don't know, I'm a mother of two who are in their 20s. And I do look at them, and I am, I'm in awe of how brave they are, they and their generation, because they had to saddle two cultures. You know, the, the immigrant mentality at home, because we're like of the generation, don't say anything, you don't want to rock the boat, you should be thankful that we're here, we have an opportunity to make a difference, you know, to, uh, we've come to a country that has allowed us to do all these things, but they don't look at it like that. They were born and brought up over here, and so for them, it is like, uh, this is where we were born, so why shouldn't we speak up? Look at, the, look at um, how much noise and how much uh, protests and so much has to be done before one little thing has to be uh, changed. So when I look at the current generation, I am very impressed with uh, how they are able to... Uh, how they are able to look at the situation around them and they actually speak up. Both my children are in institutions that have been grounded in uh, the, you know, whether it's the patriarchy or the white supremacy or whatever you want to call it, where people of color have to really fight to make a difference. But that doesn't, just because it is that way, doesn't mean that it stops them from saying something or doing something. They, every day, continuously, they constantly make sure they stand up and say something. And it is only when you continuously keep saying things over and over and over again will you start to make a change, will you start to see a difference. Everybody has to be part of the movement. You all have to, everybody has to stand up and say something. Uh, if you don't say anything, that means you're part of the problem. So I uh, am talking to, especially the women, immigrant women, immigrants per se, because it's not just the women. When you're an immigrant, it is not just the women, but it's also the men. If you don't say something, that means you are part of the problem. If you don't um, try and make a difference, then you are not doing anything about it. How else will the wage gap be minimized? How else will the changes that you want your children and your grandchildren to see in the world, how else will that difference be made unless you stand up and say something? So that was just my uh, spiel today. Uh, it has been bothering me for a while, and I had to say something because... Uh, you know, it comes when it comes to a point when even though you may have seen a lot and you know by you're not saying something, you're not going to, your life is great, so why should I say something? But it starts to eat you up inside because you realize by not standing up and saying something, you, uh, I guess you are part of the problem. So for those of you who, uh, you know, if it resonates with you, I know it's a very uncomfortable, especially for a lot of Gen Xers, who are used to not, not uh, saying something and just keeping quiet. Um, there is a lot of, uh, just in the, in the last few days, I've seen a lot of stories about, you know, 
when people come in up um, speaking about some of the trauma that they've gone through in their lives. Uh, honestly, I don't think there is a single woman in anywhere in the world who at some point in her life has been harassed in some form or another. So when you think, and then you think about all, all that has happened and yet they keep quiet. Why? Just recently was a conversation and I was asked, who are you trying to protect? And I started to think about it. And I was like, yeah, who am I trying to protect? Is it me? By protecting myself, I'm actually being part of the problem. As a result of which all these people who did whatever are getting away with it. How else am I going to protect other um, children or girls or whoever it is if I don't speak up? What are the consequences of my speaking up? People are going to get mad at me? I'm going to get ostracized? Well, I'm probably already ostracized. The very fact that I'm having a conversation and doing this thing, you know, speaking up on a platform that thousands of people can see, having a podcast of my own where I'm actually speaking my mind, is probably making a lot of people uncomfortable. It's like, oh, don't talk to her because you don't know what else she's going to say about you. Okay, I guess. Um, it's the price I have to pay. But at least I could sleep at night because I have a clear conscience and I've spoken my truth. I was always told nobody wants to hear what you have to say. I don't care if you don't want to hear it, but I still have to say it. You know, they say if you want something to live on, uh, you want your legacy to live on. You have a child, you write a book, you plant a tree. They forgot the internet. <laughs> I guess at that time there was no internet. But, or your voice lives on uh, in the, in the airwaves. So I had to make sure that I, I had to speak up. I had to say something because I don't want, I don't want to, uh, be leaving this world to say that I wish I would have, could have, should have. So I want to say it now. So if you see something, say something, if something can get be done about it, great. But only if a, there is a collective voice, and I and I see, uh, I you know I I've, I'm part of groups, and I see the women online who are making change, who are giving up their jobs to do their own thing, who are making six figures, you know, intergenerational wealth, creating intergenerational wealth, even though they've been suppressed for so many hundreds of years. And they're doing a fabulous job. If you don't constantly have that conversation and you keep speaking about it and sharing about it, how else will there be change? So I just wanted to make sure that I did my part. It's a small part. I'm a late bloomer. I know. Uh, I should have probably said something a long time ago, but I didn't. But now I am. And once I've opened up and I've started to talk about it, I don't think I can keep quiet anymore. So I know there are others who probably are in the same boat. But for all those women who have before me who have stood up and said something, thank you. Because I have watched you from afar. I have seen you uh, make waves. 
I've seen you uh, make a difference. And it takes a lot of courage. And so thank you for that. And if you are a woman who has an amazing story to tell, I would love to hear from you. Uh, DM me, uh, send me a note, get in touch with me. I would love to be share, uh, share your story on my podcast. And if you're a woman who, uh, who feels that you have something to say, but you have a hard time saying it, I would love to work with you. Let me know. I'm a life coach and I would love to get your voice uh, get your voice out so that you can speak your truth and I would love to hear from you so thank you and I will see you next time bye thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe and if you love the show please leave a review just remember you could be one story away from being inspired.